Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Evolve Your Life podcast. Today, I have one of my past clients, Becky Fagan, with me. She is so incredible. She is an online business coach, but also has a really, really amazing mindset. So we're going to kind of dive into the beginning stages of when you have an idea or when you just started a business and how you can grow not only your business, but your mindset. But before we get started, I do want to talk to you guys about an amazing company I have been working with. It is called Premium Jane CBD. Um, I love what they stand for. I love their marketing. I love their product, moreover, which is honestly the most important thing. And I just kind of want to give you guys a little bit of background on Premium Jane and who they are and what they sell and what makes their CBD so much better than their competitors. So Premium Jane is based in Scottsdale, Arizona, and all of their CBD products are sourced from a controlled, regulated industrial hemp supply that is consistently tested for the presence of microbes, pesticides, solvents, heavy metals, and chemical fertilizers. Their CBD oils, as well as their gummies and capsules, are legal in all 50 states and can be used in foods and or as a nutritional supplement. And lastly, Premium Jane products are non-GMO and third-party laboratory tested to guarantee content and purity. Now, whether you're using CBD for anxiety, for inflammation, for just prevention, or just to try it out and see what it's all about, I highly, highly recommend Premium Jane is the company that you go to. Not only because their products taste amazing and they're fun to take, I personally love taking the gummies in the morning. Um, They are truly, truly the best that I've ever used. And I've used a lot of CBD guys. So if you would like to try Premium Jane out and you want to get a discount, you can use my code Gabby, just G-A-B-B-Y. And in the show notes, there is a link you can click to easily head to their website and give them a try. Personally, I love the gummies and I also love the pills because it allows me to be consistent. I've never been able to be consistent with CBD because I just don't love the taste. So having the pills has made that super duper easy. I just take it with my other vitamins in the morning and I'm on my way to feeling less anxious and less stressed throughout my entire day. everybody. Welcome back to the Evolve Your Life podcast. I have Becky Fagan here, and she is actually one of my old clients. Um, She's a business coach. She is kick-ass on Instagram. Her feed is like super aesthetic and adorable, and all of her captions are like just filled with value. Um, I know I'm always like, you're actually, I'm going to, I'm going to admit something kind of personal here. I don't read many people's captions on Instagram. I really don't, but yours is actually, are actually a lot. I always will stop and read them because they just have a ton of value in them. That's, I feel like that's like what you live for is giving value to your people and to your clients. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. That was such a nice introduction. <laughs> you are so welcome. Um, I feel like it's a little bit easier interviewing you because I, I know you. Obviously, we've been working together on the health side of things, and like I was your health coach for a little bit. Um, but you know a lot about business, and that's honestly why I want you here is because I think you've gotten to a point where you're really good at splitting the business side of things, but then also like meshing it with mindset and meshing it with personal growth, because I really, I truly feel like you can't have a good business if you don't have a good mindset. No, not at all. I totally agree. I like have this thing where I want to, at some point, probably in the near future, get like my life coaching certification or like I was for a while on health coaching, but I think life coaching, cause I think that that mindset stuff is so important and like, you're just all around. You need like healthy mind, healthy body. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly, that's what I do. I don't, I don't advertise myself as a life coach. Cause I feel like 
I mean, I'm not qualified to be a technical life coach, but that's just when you're working with someone's health, there's so many aspects to it. I feel like you end up becoming a life coach because you end up talking about relationships and money mindset and all of these other things that we don't even realize affect our health. But anyway, we are going to dive in on, I really want to focus with you um, because I just talked to Lauren and we kind of talked bigger picture business stuff. I really want to focus on like the beginning stages. I've been getting a lot of questions. I'm not a business coach, but I get a lot of questions about how I started my business, how I do what I do, um, and people just wanting advice. And I feel like because I'm not a business coach, I'm not getting people who are super advanced asking me questions and listening to my stuff. A lot of the girls that are coming and listening to my podcast and on my Instagram are in that idea phase. So I really want to focus on that. You have an idea or you've maybe started something a little bit and kind of what are those next steps? Or if you do, if it's just plainly an idea, how do you, how do you take that to the next step and really turn that into what it is? Yeah. So I think that one thing that a lot of people think is that they need to build this like insane Instagram with this insane following before they can have a successful business. Um, When I first started coaching, I was strictly doing Instagram marketing coaching and my clients would come to me. And what I realized was that I hit a point where I realized that most of my clients were people that were just starting in their business and they really needed more than just learning how to use Instagram because they didn't know how to launch something. They didn't know how to sell something. And so that's what kind of had me expand into more of a business coaching role. But so anyway, so the point is you don't need this like extravagant, crazy Instagram account to be able to be successful. So sure. If you want to, if you have this idea and you want to start a business and you want it to be online, of course you want to build an online like following. You want to have an online presence, but it doesn't really matter how big the presence is per se. So for example, my, my current business coach, one of her previous clients launched her business with 200 followers and made $20,000 in her first launch. Wow. That's to say that literally anything is possible. Um, So really what you want to focus on is, is really focus on like, what is the core thing that you want to be teaching and what do you want to build out? That's going to essentially carry your business. A lot of people build, and I even did this a little bit when I started, they build like many things like a $20 thing, a $20 service here, a $20 service there. And even like a hundred dollar services, it's not, that's not sustainable because you need so many people to get to the success when you have a smaller number. So whenever, like the best thing to do when you're first starting is come up with what is the thing that, that lights you up teaching, whatever it is, or providing, whether it's a service or it's coaching, whatever it is. And, um, you know, come up with a high ticket offer and go from there. Yeah. That's actually so interesting. Cause obviously you know me and you know my story and you know that I am very much like I'm someone that started with a bigger platform and started with a large number of people. So I was able to do like lower numbers, like price wise, but then have a lot of people purchase it. And that was sustainable for a while, but I've honestly, yeah, I've gotten to the point where I've had to switch that. And when I was talking to Lauren yesterday, she said the same thing about how when you're starting and you have this idea or whatever, because I always thought, I think a lot of us just naturally think, oh, I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough. This is my first time. Like, who am I to charge a high ticket price when I haven't done this before? But actually she said the same thing too. If you're expecting less numbers and you can't reach as many people in order for it to be worth your time, um, if this is obviously saying, if you are qualified, if you do think it's worth that price, if it, if you're actually providing that value, um, yeah, starting it at a, with less people, but at a higher ticket price is 
also it's a lot more attractive to people, even though in our brains, we don't think that I'm, I'm just now guys, I'm literally just now grasping this concept of like cheaper is not always better. Um, not only is it not as attractive you think it is cause you're like, Oh, cheaper, better. Yeah. More people are going to buy it. But at the same time, I, I can't even tell you how many times people I'm, I'm about to, I haven't told anyone else this, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're the first to know <laughs> I am raising the price to switch it up because I even, I get people messaging me all the time saying, why the heck is this only $10? Like, is there something wrong with it? And I'm like, yeah. no, I just want it to be affordable. But it's almost like people aren't as committed to it. They're not able to stick to it because it is that lower and, they, and they're not, they're not investing anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So when, yeah, exactly. So it's like when you're first starting out, it's like you fig you figure out what is, what is your secret sauce? Essentially, what is the thing that you can provide that you can charge for? And if you're not qualified, if you don't feel like you're qualified, go get yourself qualified in whatever way, whether that means hiring a coach or getting certified or whatever it is. And then once you're qualified and you're confident, you sell some kind of offer that's higher ticket. And even like, I remember when I was starting out, I immediately started following all these people that were like, how to get 50K like months even. And to me, that's like so out of reach. So you can think of it even on a smaller scale. Like let's say you wanted to hit like your first even $5,000 month. That means you only need two clients at $2,500. Two clients at 25. Like that's really not that crazy. Especially if you're selling business coaching. Like it, I, I will admit it is a lot harder to sell something like health coaching, especially if it's not like fitness coaching. Yes. is easier because you're serve it. You're giving them results. You're giving them physical progress and you're literally like almost guaranteeing them like a visible change. Um, I've noticed with what I do, it is it, especially, so this is it for someone listening. If they are thinking like, Oh, I really want to do like personal growth and like self-love coaching and, and like really helping women develop mentally. Yes. It's great. It's amazing, but it's not attractive. It's not sexy. Like health yeah. and your, in, your mental health is, does not sell. Like what sells is losing weight and all that. And as hard as it is, like, that's another reason, like I don't market myself as a life coach, even though I implement life coaching into my business, I market myself as a health coach because health is like, it's a lot more guaranteed for people. And so it's a lot easier to do that higher pricing instead of just being like, Oh, I promise I'm going to change your mindset. Like you can't charge that much money for that because people aren't, people aren't going to invest in that. They're going to invest in results. And that's why I think business coaches, like it is such a good place to be because you're, you're also going to make that, that person the money back. Right. Well, what's interesting is that I, like, I hear everything you're saying about like the mindset and that kind of thing, but it's, but you can really charge whatever you want for anything because what, there's a couple of things to think about. First of all, it's like, you can make anything sound sexy as long as you know what your ideal client, like what words work for them and what like pulls them in, you can make anything sound sexy. And the other thing is that even if you're not working with entrepreneurs, like, a life coach, a mindset coach, a self-love coach, anything like that, in some capacity, it's going to, first of all, having a better life is invaluable in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And second of all, like in any capacity, if you are like down and you're hiring a coach to help you come up, like get lifted up mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, you can then, you're then going to see more opportunities open up. You're going to maybe like, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, it's like maybe you start being able to make more money because you are confident, you love yourself, that kind of a thing. If you're in a job, maybe that like, um, maybe that bonus or that promotion that you've been wanting comes out, like you. it seems like out of the blue, but it's because you have that confidence now, you have that belief in yourself now. So it's like switching the mindset around like, because I hear that all the time. People are saying, well, I don't offer a monetary, like, 
promise. And I mean, even as a business coach, you can't promise anything. If somebody can pay you thousands upon thousands of dollars, if they don't do the thing, they're not going to see any results. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as long as you show them the value by like providing value constantly and like talking about, you know, not what's included, but like, what are the results? What, how is your life going to change? As long as there's a life changing thing in some capacity, mm-hmm. you can charge whatever you want for it. As long as you believe in the price that you're charging. Yeah, no, I love that. And I've even, yeah, I've even noticed like, as, like with my group coaching, for example, like the first month it was the first round, it was very much like I was timid about it. Cause I, I hadn't seen like, not, I hadn't seen results yet, but it was something new to me and I didn't know what the results were going to be. So I remember when I was launching it, I was, I was a lot more timid in my pitching and in my, how I was talking to girls. And now it's like, I'm only taking on 10 girls like last month in the, honestly in the, or the last round and the round before that, I had to work so hard to get 20 girls to pay me a very minimal amount. And this round, I honestly, you're someone that very much inspired this. I was like less girls, higher ticket. I can invest more in you because I feel invested in you're going to be more committed. I'm going to be more committed to you. And this is actually going to be a life changing transformation. And I have not had a single sales call where the girl didn't sign up. And I'm having a lot more people apply because I just feel like I'm, I'm more confident in my, in my business, you know, and in what I'm offering. So I, I really do think, and that's where, again, that confidence and that mindset does come in because I mean, my next question is about comparison. And I think that is one of the biggest <laughs> things that can literally deteriorate you. If this is a business you want to get into just being an entrepreneur in general, like comparing yourself to others, that's where I was literally failing myself and then failing my clients too, because I was comparing myself to other coaches and to other people who were doing similar things. And I, like you said, I saw them having 50 K launches and all these crazy things. And I'm like, what the heck? Like how? And I was letting it really affect my personal business too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, comparison is, it's a beast. It's Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and it's something that everyone goes through. Like I still experience it. I find myself doing it a lot. Um, but it's like, keeping in mind that you want to just stay in your own lane. And I know it's like easier said than done, but looking at what other people are doing, it's more like reminding yourself that the more that you pay attention to everyone else and not yourself and like pushing the needle forward for yourself, the longer it's going to take you to make that money. And it's like, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. For example, I get really frustrated sometimes because like I can see, like, I don't know, I just see through, see right through people. And like, if someone's lying about their experience or what they're doing and what they can get you. Like I can see right through it. And it gets me so frustrated because if I see somebody that's making all this money, but I can just, I know that either how they got themselves to that point was like based on lies or something like that. It makes me crazy. But like knowing that in a situation like that, karma is going to like, just don't don't even worry about it because karma is going to come and get them and it doesn't matter. It's not your problem. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I've had to remind myself. um, And that's like the biggest thing that I remind myself is that it's all like, we all, whatever you believe in, whether it's the universe, God, like, I don't know, spirits, like whatever it is that you believe in, like in every single version of that, we all have a path and everything is happening because someone has a plan for us or whatever it is. So it like, you might get, you might find yourself getting, comparing yourself and saying, well, I started before them and they're making more money than me already. Or I like, I just started, but they just started a couple months prior and they're making all this money. And how come I'm not getting there? Why don't I see that? And it's like, just knowing it's going to happen. It just might happen. Not as fast for you. Like not everybody can be like an overnight sensation. It's just not possible. Mm -hmm. 
just reminding yourself that and really just like staying in your lane and focusing on bettering yourself and bettering your business. And it's hard, but it's like reminding yourself. One thing that I do is I have post-its all over my apartment with affirmations or like reminders to not necessarily saying like, don't compare yourself. You want, if you have post-its, you want them to be all positive, but like reminding yourself that you can do it and you got this and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that's so important. And something that Kaylin, I, I don't know if you know, Kaylin, um, she's my friend. Um, she's on Instagram as well and stuff, but she, we've been talking a lot and we actually talked about this at the Rose Retreat, but we were talking about in, in the sense of comparison, um, especially when it comes to business. Cause like she's been doing this a lot and honestly I do it a lot too. Um, and one of the biggest things that we have realized, and it was kind of like an epiphany for both of us is that half the time, the people you're comparing yourself to, if you take a step back and ask yourself, do I actually want what they have? And you may want the money that they have, but do you actually want to put in that effort? And it's okay to say no. Like I have a, I have a friend, she's honestly a really good example. I'm going to use her name because she's amazing. And i freaking love her. And I'm so gosh dang proud of her. Morgan, she's been interviewed on this podcast. Morgan, I, I interviewed her back in October and literally was, I, I showed, I like showed her the basics of coaching. And now this girl in not even a year has gone from like barely any money a month to, she just had a $150,000 launch. Like what the actual heck? Like, and it's so easy for me to sit here and be like, how the heck does she do that? What the heck? Like, that's not like whatever and get mad and get frustrated. But something me and Kaylin have really like realized and Kaylin helped me realize this is like, I love Morgan and I'm so proud of her, but that girl works so dang hard every second of the day. There's no off button with that girl and I'm not willing to do that. And so sometimes when you're comparing yourself to others, you have to actually take a step back and be like, do I actually want what they have? Do I actually, and like, yes, I want to have 150K launches. I think everybody does. But also at the same time, I like my weekends. I like having off days. I like not being on calls 24 seven. And not to say that one's better than the other. That's just who I am. And that's where I'm at in my life. And I'm okay with that. But you have to be able to come to terms with that instead of sitting there being like, how is she doing this? That's not fair. Like, are you have to actually ask yourself, like, are you willing to put in that work? And the answer can be no, it's okay. Cause like, that's something I've had to come to terms with. And I'm actually a lot happier now because I've like accepted like that. I like the way my life looks and like my schedule, like, yes, I'm freaking busy, but I have some time and I'm not willing to give up that time for maybe that bigger launch, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. It's, it's totally, it totally comes down to that. And it just, I don't even, I, you, when you were talking, something totally came to me of something I wanted to say. And it totally, like, I got so like zoned in on what you were saying that it completely slipped my mind, but just, yeah. Like knowing that you're, you're going at your own pace and it doesn't, it, you don't have to look at anybody else. There's enough. And that's the other thing is like that. I think that a lot of comparison comes to that fear that like, if they, if, if this person is getting all these clients and doing all these things and all that stuff, like are there going to be enough clients for me? Is, are there, are there people going to run out? And the thing is like this online space, especially like everybody wants to do this now. Like so many people want to do this. And from the inside, like it seems, it seems so it's, it seems so saturated. It does. It seems so saturated, but from the outside looking in, it's like, there are so many new people always wanting to come in and like, what is this thing you're talking about? I've never heard of it. Like there's still mm -hmm. so many people that are going to want to come in and do this. I mean, you know, even like the whole idea of like, for example, health coaching, um, there are 
I think like two or three really big health coaching companies that get, get, that you get good certifications from, but like none of them have gone out of business. None of them are planning to go out of business. Like they're all doing great. People keep coming through. And if they didn't have confidence that these people, if, as long as they like, you know, put, put their heart into it and do the work to get clients, if they didn't have confidence that they could get clients, then like, or if an, enough of their graduates weren't getting clients, they couldn't stay in business, but they mm-hmm. are. So that in and of itself shows you that there's just so much space. There's so many people in this world, like yeah. so many, there's always, yeah. there's always enough clients for everyone. So knowing that and reminding yourself that it's just a matter of finding them, but mm-hmm. they're there. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. It's so funny. Like I even still, like, I still am not a hundred percent comfortable with the question. Like, what do you do? You know, because it is so abstract and it's so obscure. It's not normal. Like out of yeah. like, if you put like a hundred people in a room, I'm probably out of that hundred. It's like one in a hundred do like health coaching or an influencer or whatever. Um, it is, but because again, it goes back to social media and what you're putting in your feed. You're following other business coaches. You're following other health coaches. You're following people in the space that you want to be in. So when like in your world, quote unquote world, you are put. You have this space where everybody's a health coach. Everybody's doing this, and you feel like you're. It is super saturated, but like you said, from the outside looking in, it is so new and there is still there. Oh my God. There's so many people that like want, need help with whether it's health or building their business or these health coaches now need business coaches. It's like, there's, it's kind of, they go hand in hand. Um, and there's, yeah, no, there's so much space like that. I think that, and that just goes kind of back to scarcity and abundance mindset, but, um, okay. So shifting to Instagram, since we were just talking about this bubble that we create for ourselves, how do we stand out in that bubble? How do we, like, what is your, I I wrote down as my question, what's your number one tip for, especially like people who are just beginning and don't have that big number next to their name and like, or can almost guarantee like a, an audience to be there. How do you, how do you step out and how do you really like just, yeah, be different and set yourself apart from all these other health coaches and all these other business coaches and yeah, not just being like everyone else. Um, so the first thing that I like to say to do is honestly, like pull out a journal, pull out a piece of paper and figure out what makes you different. Why are you unique? Cause everyone is unique. Figure it out, figure out what it is. Um, and don't think too into it. I know a lot of people that are like, Oh, but there's nothing that makes me different. There's nothing that makes me stand out. Literally. I can say the thing that makes me stand out is that I'm like really freaking loud. Like I'm just a loud person. Like it doesn't matter what the thing is, but there's something about you. Um, so figure that out. And then just like, show up unapologetically as yourself show up on Instagram make make your posts like valuable and honest and yourself um one thing that I learned from my coaches is you know you want to provide vulnerability everyone loves vulnerability that's like the word of the year I feel like when it comes to online businesses you want to be vulnerable but you want to be vulnerable from a place of power because I remember I had this huge fear of being vulnerable because I was like, well, if I show up vulnerably, then the people that I want to be my clients are going to look at me as their equal. And then how am I going to get any clients? That doesn't work. And I was, that was like a really big block for me that I had to get through. But it's the idea of you want to come, you want to be vulnerable from a place of scar, not wound. So if you're still wounded by it, if you're still struggling by the thing that you want to create a post about, maybe now is not the time to make that post. Wait until you've overcome it and you have a lesson to go with it. So you can be vulnerable and provide that like, um, that, that content that makes people feel like, oh, she's a human. Like she's a real person. Like she has problems, she has faults, whatever it is, but there's also a lesson there Mm -hmm. so that you still can hold yourself as the authority. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm like sitting here. Like I, I love, I love that. And I think that's something super important that goes with the word vulnerability is inspiration. When I think of vulnerable, I think of inspiring and like you're being vulnerable and you're like inspiring others to also be vulnerable. And I, and I, I love what you said because I've luckily I've never dealt with that issue of like feeling like, Oh, if I am vulnerable, then people will feel as equal to me because I feel like I've always kind of come from it at a, as like from a place of these people are going to get inspired by this. And also then in turn want to be vulnerable with me, not want to be vulnerable like me. And you know what I'm saying? Um, that's, it's such an interesting thought and it's, it is so true. I think that vulnerable vulnerability is very inspirational and that's and I like how you said too like if you're still wounded by it there's a difference between being vulnerable and then just being emotional because I think when we're emotional and we're emotionally posting people feel that and they're like oh this girl is still healing and it's not so much inspirational it's more like I feel bad for you and I feel like I need to support you not like I need to clap for you and um get inspired by this Um, I think I I mean, I use her all the time, but I think Mick's an amazing example of someone who's incredibly vulnerable, but, and and to a point of like more vulnerability than anyone, like she's been more broken and more than anyone, but she does it from such a place of, and even if she is still going through it, but she still does it from a place of like, with such inspiration and like inspiring others to be vulnerable with her and stand with her from a place of power, not from a place of like just emotion. Um, that's a really, really good point. And I think that's something that people, especially just starting their Instagram and their like business and stuff can really probably relate to and start to implement like today into their posts. Um, I love that. Absolutely. And then the other thing is, you know, if you, you can post all the value you want, you can post all the content you want, but if you're not like connecting, then you're not going to go anywhere. Instagram is social. Any, like, even if you were like, I want to use Facebook to grow my business, whatever platform you use, like you need to connect and you need to engage. You need to build relationships. I have like 20 unread direct messages in my like messages on Instagram every single day. And most of those conversations I started because I'm doing the work and you know, even me, I've, I started my business just about a year ago, but the co- I got serious with coaching probably last like November and I have over 6,000 followers and I have people that talk to me and all that stuff. But even me, I'm still like, I'm still growing. I'm not some huge, like well-known person by any means. And that means that I have to show up and connect and build connections and not everyone's going to come to me and that's okay. I and- still have to do that too. I think that people don't realize that. Like I, like a lot of the times, secret, secret here, half the time you're voting on a poll that says like, is this something you need in your life? Or like, are you struggling with this? You're going to receive a DM for me. And if you don't, yeah. that's because I'll, yeah, a lot of people, thankfully, like I'm very blessed to have my platform. A lot of people will respond to that and I can't message everyone, but even all those people, they're not messaging me all the time because, and yeah. honestly, I, sometimes I even feel like I am. And again, this is such a first world problem, but I am at a disadvantage because of the number next to my name. People aren't as comfortable talking to me. And it's almost like I am dehumanized a little bit and people feel scared to reach out, scared to be vulnerable, scared to ask me to coach them because it's almost like I seem untouchable, but that is so far beyond the truth. And it's almost like, yeah, I've honestly realized and noticed like the authentic question DMs coming less frequently and more, it's more so like, where's your shirt from? Where's your pants from? Like that kind of DM, but like truly like, Hey, like I need help those actually come a lot less than they did maybe like 30,000 followers ago because people are starting to lose that. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they can easily lose that connection when they see that number next to your name. I agree. And I think it's also because, um, 
a lot of people maybe think that when you hit a certain number of followers, like maybe their message will get lost or something like that. Because I know that me with like my 20 messages that I've like started the conversations, I sometimes take like three days to respond because I overwhelm myself. Mm -hmm. But it's funny, like for example, when you post on your Instagram stories and I'm respond and I like respond to it, sometimes I'm like, or if I send you something in an Instagram message and I'm like, wait, I should have just texted her, but you still respond. But it's funny because I'm always like, is she even going to see it? But you always do. Yeah. But, I'm, but I do wonder because I know some people that like just get their inboxes so flooded that it's just hard. Mm-hmm. So, and they definitely like, are, but thankfully, and I don't know, I don't, Instagram's so weird with what they like have allowed like some users to have and some users not to have. And it's like not even based on numbers because there's some features I have on my Instagram that like Mick doesn't have and she has like 250K. Um, But they have like the primary and general tab now and the messengers, which is really good for me because then when I'm going through my like unread messages and like the ones that I have to accept, I can like half of them are just like BS, like businesses promoting things and guys being weird. But then like (laughs) the ones that are good, I can like, or even if it's just someone mentioning me in my story and I want to just say, thank you. Thank you for sharing my message. I see every valid DM. Like if it's not a silly question of like, how do you get abs or like, how do I lose weight? Like, sorry, girl, not going to respond to that. But like, (laughs) if it's like a serious, like you are amazing, you changed my life or what can I know more about your coaching or something like valid? I see all of those messages. 90, I'll say 95% of the time. So, because there is those few that like just get lost, but, um, because of those features that Instagram has introduced, it's actually been really good, like to almost sift through that inbox. Um, yeah, yeah, it is though. It is a very much a valid worry. And like, also I think it's good for you if you are in those beginning stages, it's a good eye opener as to like, Oh, I don't need to strive to have that many followers. Like, again, do you even want that many followers going back to the comparison question? Like, do you truly want that responsibility. It's a lot. It is a lot. And it it can mess with your mental health. It can mess with your just emotional health and everything. So it's kind of like one realizing like you're also, you're in a really good space that problems come. It's like with money, like no matter how much money you make, there's always going to be problems. In fact, more money, more problems. Like that's, it's a very real thing. More followers, more problems. It's not like having a certain number will solve it all. I remember the day I hit hundred K I remember it's like you almost like you dream of it and you're like, Oh, like it's going to just be so satisfying. I saw that number change and literally nothing in me changed. Nothing. <laughs> it was kind of like, that was cool. Okay. Next. Yeah. Like what now? Like it exactly. means nothing. It means nothing. And exactly. it, I always say to people, Instagram could literally be deleted tomorrow and I'm still me. Nothing about me changes except for an app being deleted on my phone. Yeah. Nothing about me changes. And I think that I think we're doing a good job in the world of social media of like really conveying that and getting more human with people, no matter the number next to your name. But um, it's a funny world we've created with Instagram. It really is. It really is. And it's also just good to know, like in terms of size of your account, it doesn't matter. Like nurture, just nurture everybody that follows you. Like I, for the most part, every person that follows me, I DM them. Every single person. I go through my new followers and I DM every single one of them trying. And obviously not everyone's going to respond for whatever reason they just start following you to follow you and they're not going to respond. But most of the time they do and you build connections. So if you start that from the second you start your account, you're just going to have a bunch of nurtured followers. So when you, when you do launch something, everyone's going to know who you are. They're going to like you. They're probably going to want whatever you're offering. Um, There are, I know so many, something I have to tell people a lot and remind them is like, it doesn't matter your follower account. You can still be a six figure earner. I know so many coaches that have less than 3,000 followers, not even like five, less than 3,000, and make well over six figures a year. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it doesn't matter whether that means that they have like a really strong following or maybe they're more on Facebook, whatever it is, but whatever it is, they're still making all of that money with a small following because all you need is like, if you have 10 dedicated followers that would buy anything from you, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's so true. And again, that's, that, that's where mindset and just like doing your own personal work comes in because it's really hard to like truly see that and believe that. Um, but yeah, it, it when, once you do, it is, it is. And, and that's when the followers start coming in more because you're less worried about the number and you're more worried about the connections and that's what people truly care about. Um, yeah. It's so cool. So it's so, I mean, social media is so amazing, but it's also so toxic and you can either use it to like for yourself and for your followers and for your business in the most beautiful way, or you can use it in like a very like self-destructing way. Um, not only for yourself, but for your business as well. And the people that are following you. Um, okay. I want to wrap this up and I just want to hear a little bit about you and it doesn't even have to be, I know we've talked and focused on business and stuff, but it can be in any sense. Cause I think that when it comes to business, there's other parts of our life that really do affect our overall, just like who we are. Um, so what has evolved your, cause this is obviously the evolved your life podcast. What has evolved your life the most thus far with everything like to get you to where you are today? Um, I mean, honestly, I think that the most, the, the, the best thing that I've done, um, does have to do with my business, but it was this last business coaching program that I was in. Um, I am such a strategy focused person. Like I'm all into like the feminine energy versus your masculine energy. And I am like <laughs> so masculine. It's not even funny. Um, so I like didn't believe in myself in any way, like in my normal life, in my business life, anything. And so when I was like, it's time to invest in another coach, I was like, I need this to be very heavy in mindset and very heavy in like the kind of like the woo woo and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I found my, my new, my coach, um, she asked me, she, she was like, okay, so tell me about yourself. And so I told her and I said, you know, I understand the things, but I'm still struggling to get clients. I feel like there's like holes that are missing. I need to fill in the holes. And she was like, okay, so we're going to fill in the holes. And it was this group program and it was like all about sisterhood, all about like, I mean, we learned strategy. We learned all the strategy that I was missing. Um, and, but a lot of it was about mindset and I have changed like, so the program started with a live event back in April in New York City, and it ended two weeks ago. And in those like three-ish months, I changed like, so like everything about me changed. So much change. And it's just like crazy to think about. Like in my personal life and in my real life, like I respect myself so much more. I like own myself so much more. Just like as to be completely transparent, like when I first launched something in my business, I was charging $9.97 for a six-week program. And in the grand scheme of things, that's not that much money. And I couldn't do it. I would get on a phone call with someone. I canceled. I canceled sales calls because I was so scared. And then I would get on the phone with someone and I'd be like, uh, so it's like $997, but like, um, for you, it can be like, I'll give you $200 off. I think that's fine. Like, how does that feel? And it was just so awful. Like I did not believe in myself. It was so bad. Um, so in this program, I like learned, I figured out how to like build out an offer that I was comfortable, like that I was confident in and that I can like charge whatever, like I literally looked at it and I said, okay, so how much would I pay for this? And then I was like, okay, so that's what I'm like I, I would actually pay more for my program than I'm charging for it. But I went in with like 
okay, I, I'm really being so transparent about this because normally I like to talk pricing on phones, whatever. But so my program, like my program has $3,500. If you pay in full, it's 3000. And I had no problem saying that to anyone, mm-hmm. anyone. I wasn't scared at all. And then I had no problem talking through people's money, money fears and talking them through it and deciding like, you know, I'm never going to force anyone to work with me. If they can't do it, they can't do it. But like, if it was strictly fear and not like, I'm going to like, you know, go be homeless if I spend this money and don't make it back. And that's too much pressure kind of a thing. But if it was strictly fear, like I was able to talk them through it. Whereas before it was like 997. Oh, I can't do that. Okay. Well, have a great day. Let me know if you want to like, let me know when you decide that you can. Or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. that, and I think that transformation is huge in my business and in myself because that shows how confident I am in myself, how much I believed in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, long story short, the point. I is, mean, the thing is, is like I've even noticed that in you. I can even sit here and like put a stamp of approval on that because I remember <laughs> the first time we got coffee, it was very much like I could tell you wanted to say to me, "Gabby, you should be charging more. This is ridiculous." Um, but it, it, you weren't confident in even yourself in that sense. Yeah. And so like, even if you would have said it to me, I would have been like, mm, no, honey. <laughs> but then the last time we got coffee, it's like, Gabby, you need to be charging more. Like you, it was just so much more confident because you also have realized this within yourself and you inspired me. You inspired me to own my worth and it's working. <laughs> like it's not, not even from a money standpoint, but I'm able to make better connections with girls and really help girls because I'm being valued and they're valuing themselves. And it's just like, it's this beautiful it, when it actually clicks, it's like, it's, you just, when I feel like valued and respect, respect is one of my core values, like for myself, not even just my business, but for myself. And when I feel respected, like I will die for you. Like I will literally, like, I'm very, I'm a very loyal person. Um, if you respect me, then we are going to make a life-changing transformation. And it's like, you definitely are someone that has helped me realize that worth. And I think that was because your personal transformation um, and mindset transformation really clicked. And so you're able to then help it click for others as well, which is yeah. really, really cool. Um, okay. So we're talking about business and growing our businesses and stuff. So do you want to give me your little, like, what kind of business coach are you? Because I mean, I think there are different types. Um, what is your, like, what do you help women do and where can they find you if they want to, if they're like listening to this, they're like, okay, wow. Like I really, I have this idea or I've just started something and I really, really, this is what I want to do. I want to make this change. I want to help other women. I want to build this program. I want to start this retreat, whatever it is you want to do and you need help logistically figuring that out. Um, where can they find you? Yeah. So I, um, I like to call myself, I, it doesn't fit in my Instagram bio, but I like to call myself a social media and business growth coach. So it's about growing. So I work with aspiring and newer entrepreneurs. If you've done it like new kind of, it, it kind of like depends. Essentially, if you still are not confident in bringing clients, you don't really know what you're doing. You struggle with launching that kind of stuff. Um, I work with you on that. Um, my main thing I like teach about building out a core offer and building, growing your business that way. And my main core offer is my group program. Um, and that second that's going on right now. And that second round starts in October. And I do already have like early bird. It's not listed anywhere, but if you, if you wanted it and you DM me, you get like a bunch of bonus one-on-one calls with me if you wanted to sign on early. Um, and yeah, the best place to find me is on Instagram. Um, which is just at Becky Fagan. I'm sure my name will be written in the information. Yes. I'm going to link it. So it'll be yeah. easy, like just to click right there. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to spell my name. Um, <laughs> not that it's long, but it's just who even, no one's sitting there ready to like type it in somewhere anyway. Um, <laughs> but 
but yeah, so that's where you can find me. I'm always on there. I know we were talking about DMing people, but send the DMs, send all of them, send them to me or anyone. If you ever like want advice from anyone, just send the DM because the worst that's going to happen is they don't answer and then like go ask someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100% girl. I feel that. I feel that so hard. Um, well, I want to say thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Um, I know we've been trying to like, we actually need to like, we're literally both in Lexington right now. Like why we're not in person. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Got a busy day ahead of me, but, um, but yeah, I want to just say thank you for being here. Thank you for being amazing. Um, your yes. growth in the past. I mean, what we've probably, we first started talking maybe a couple months, like maybe nine months ago, like yeah, it's, it's almost been a year. Um, and the growth that you have made, like since that first time we hopped on a call until now has just been insane. And it's because you've invested in yourself. Like you have, you had me as a coach. I know you had another business coach. It's like at one point, I think you had three coaches. You had a health coach, a life coach, and a mindset coach all at once, uh, or like kind of overlapping. Yeah. And I mean, it freaking shows like it pays off. Like when you invest in yourself, it literally changes your life and your business mm-hmm. and whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Um, so yeah, invest in yourself. Hire Becky as your business coach, hire me as your health coach, and you will be like a new woman in the next three months. So you'll be set. You'll be good. Yes. You'll be like, yes, you'll probably be on this podcast because I'll be like, let me show you this girl's transformation. Um, all right, girl. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate okay. you. And thank you everyone else for listening. You guys are amazing. And I will chat with you guys in the next episode.